I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Hey, good morning, everybody. What's happening? It's Rudy Povich. Thank you guys for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. I think that there might be a little bit of a technical issue going on. I'm not sure. Can you guys hear that possibly on the live stream? If not, I'm going to have to restart it because I got some audio I want to play today. And if you guys can't hear what's going on, there's no point in this happening. Seriously, can it all? Just can it all? see everybody starting to hop on. You guys let me know if you'll be able to hear that or not. I believe as I'm looking at the entire setup, I'm like, there might be some problems here, but I'm not sure yet. Because usually it takes a second for people to realize, oh shit, there's something going on. A little bit of a delay, but you can still hear. All right, good. As long as you guys can still hear, that's what I'm looking for. All right, so today on the show, uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about a brand new movie that just finally they dropped a trailer for been waiting for it for months can't wait for it also did a little deep diving into some amish romance and my goodness it is as 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 i read on the internet it is uh let's see what was the words that i'm, I'm gonna screw this up more titillating than thou <laughs> Ah, I couldn't stop giggling about it. More titillating than now. Hi, Anna. Nice to see you. What's up, Patty? Nicole? What's up, Scooter? Anna? Mira? Good morning. What's up, Kim? Wyatt? What's up? Nice to see everybody this morning. Char, how are you? Uh, So yesterday, they made the announcement that finally, this movie was going to be coming back. And I saw the original Matrix in theaters. What was that? 90... 99, 98, 99, something like that. Dude, blew my mind. Completely blew my mind. And now, even just watching the trailer for this new Matrix, Resurrections, which is coming out this December 22nd. You seem particularly triggered right now. Can you tell me what happened? I've had dreams that weren't just dreams. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. After all these years, to be going back to where it all started. Back to the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris in this movie? Bringing back Neo. Bringing back a form of Morpheus? I don't know what the hell this... I don't know who that guy is. But I'm like, that is not Lawrence Fishburne. So, I guess they're... I don't know what they're doing with that character. But it looks great. The graphics are amazing. I mean... When they did that scene on top of the trailers and the car chases, and it was substantially better than anything else that we had seen on screen in years. And then to do three movies, sort of like really kicking off that trilogy, everybody was like now on board. Because usually you got the sequel, you know? And now we just keep like bringing things back. Um, And they're doing it the right way. Because this new Ghostbusters movie looks great because it looks nothing like the first two. The second one, I don't really count. The second one was like a cash grab for the studio because they were like, listen, we got fire in a bottle, okay? Lightning in a bottle? Fire in a bottle. I like fire in a bottle. You can take your lightning and you can go blow it up your nose. But you have that coming out, plus now they're going back and doing the whole Matrix thing. 
And that really like sort of kicked it off. And then you got some franchises like the Chucky franchise or Fast and Furious where you're like, fuck, maybe you guys could pump the brakes around number five. <laughs> maybe we don't need all of it. Fast and Furious is kind of coming to its own, though. I kind of dig it. I asked my daughter's friend the other day who's 12. I was like, what's your favorite movie? And she went Fast and Furious. Like, no hesitation. We're just in on it. I'm like, good. I'm glad you got like something that you go to. You're committed to it. But... It really, like, just the graphics on it, man. Just being somebody who dabbles a little bit in After Effects and, you know, some of that those programs where you can sort of build these worlds and green screens and blah, 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 blah. It's amazing what the colors are doing these days, like, how vibrant it is, how deep things look, how real things look. I mean, Star Wars in Rogue One had a character that was completely CGI. And when that guy hit the screen, I was like... Wow, that dude's still alive? That guy was like 100 in the original Star Wars. Holy shit, that guy must be like 135. He looks good. And then you realize, oh, that's because they completely went and just like fabricated this dude. He did not exist. It was just, they were just, they were literally talking to a stick for like eye level. They had a green stick with a ball on the end and they were holding it up in front of the actors. So the actors knew where to talk to to make it look like they were looking the guy in the eye. It's absolutely stunning. Like what every, and I know we've been talking about it since Jurassic Park. Like, man, it's just, there's so much CGI and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, but we're there to be lost in a moment and sort of, you know, just disconnect this from reality. So I don't give a shit that it's CGI. I get that in Avatar, you don't have these creatures walking around connecting each other tail to tail. Like, Unobtainium does not exist, but I'm allowing myself for two and a half hours to go ahead and disconnect from the reality of kids and school and work and goddamn deadlines and text messages to just go, all right, blue creatures, go ahead and, you know, link up via tail for a while. I'm fine by that. Why does everything have to be so... I, I, I always hate when you're watching a movie with somebody and something just, like, amazing happens, right? Take The Matrix, for example. They're doing the car chase scene. There's people on tops of semis. They're jumping from semi to semi. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, like that, whatever. Oh, yeah. I was standing in a bar one time uh, waiting for a, uh, just waiting for something to drink while we were taking a walk in Stillwater. And the movie Boys in the Hood was on TV. And I'm like, what am I doing in Stillwater with a bunch of like hillbillies watching Boys in the Hood? I don't know. But... While we're there, there's a scene where one of the member or one of the guys in the movie gets shot and the guy gets shot with a shotgun and he gets hit in the back, but then it like blows out of his stomach. And the guy who's sitting at the bar is like, that would never happen with a 20 gauge shotgun. I mean, he can get peppered and probably get hurt, but he wouldn't get, that's, it's so fake. I was like, yeah, dipshit. Cause you're watching a fucking, could you imagine if you saw that with your own eyes, you'd be so fucked up. You'd be so blown. Like, you could not come back for months. Your psyche would be so blown out. But we watch it and just go, yeah, we're good. Uh, Anna, never watch an ER show with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anybody who lives in that realm is always the first to be like, that's such bullshit. Blah, blah. That's why I do enjoy some of the war movies like The Hurt Locker or like some of the mob movies. Because there are guys who have been in the shit in both of those factions of life and they've all said like it's very true the things that you see in goodfellas incredibly true the things that you saw in the hurt locker the marines talk about it like 
Yeah, this is exactly what happened when we were, you know, when we were in Afghanistan. You talk about Black Hawk Down, they say like, this is almost verbatim exactly what happened. Now, there are there some movies out there like Top Gun that take a little bit of creative license? Hell yeah. Am I going to watch? You bet your ass I am. Jesus. I love it that uh, I got a couple of gay friends of mine that have never seen Top Gun before. And I'm like, wait a minute. I get that maybe you don't want to see, But you guys have never seen the volleyball scene with Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer? Never? Man, dude. If you're a dude who's into dudes, that is, that's your jam, my friend. Mira, uh, you've never seen Nigerian or Nollywood or Bollywood Indian action films. Uh, they must be super over the top. I haven't. Although I hear what they are, they're doing in, especially in Bollywood, is just like outstanding, man. Just like so ridiculous, you know? So, yeah, I'd love to see some of those films. And my biggest deal is, and I always hate when people are like, I can't say foreign films because of the foreign language. Blah, blah, blah. I, li- I don't really like a lot of foreign films only because I hate reading. Like, I just want to disconnect. Can I- I'll give you part of the movie. And there's a few that I really enjoy that uh, uh, I don't mind, like, reading some subtitles every now and again. But I don't like when people are just, like, automatically throwing foreign films down, just being like, ugh, good, no thanks. I was like, have you seen the shit we're putting out? Jesus Christ, we got another Adams Family movie coming out. My God, when is this shit going to stop? It's unbelievable. I was uh, just the other day looking where is, oh, there it is, there it is. So I brought it up the other day that I wanted to do a segment on a show or just do an entire podcast called Hot Scene Cold Read. It's where, hang on, I got to read some comments. Uh, Mira, they're so dramatic. People falling from staircases for 30 seconds in slow motion and then getting caught. Oh, I know. That's always the worst. Oh, just so happens that there is a trash truck going by or like a dump truck that's just filled with mattresses. Look at that. You're you're fine, bud. Who would have thought falling, you know, 19 stories from a building and then just at the moment you're about to impact the ground, there just happens to be a truck with a trailer that's just filled with foam pieces and you, you know, drive away safely. But see, that's the thing. When you watch that with certain people and they just get all fucking, oh, come on, it's bullshit. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. It's a movie. That's why we're here is to just like not think about real life for a while. Okay. Let's live in that realm. So I said the other day I wanted to start doing a, a thing called Hot Scene Cold Read. And it is, uh, we go out, we find romance novels or maybe some of the penthouse forums. I never thought this would happen to me, but while on vacation in Tahiti, blah, blah, you know, whatever. But a fr- I came across these and I think I, somebody brought them up to me, the Amish romance novels. And I didn't believe that it was a thing. And then I did a little bit of deep diving and hold, I did not realize that erotic Amish novels is a thing. And I actually started to like go to Amazon and Kindle and download a couple of these things just to sort of, the writing's really good. There's a few of them where I'm like, all right, I could get on board with this a thousand percent. Uh, The one title that I read more titillated than thou, that killed me, man. Like that was the one that just put me over the top. But there's a few of these. Uh, let's see. I got a couple of titles up in front of me that I was just Amish rogue. 
<laughs> Amish rogue, are you kidding? These are these are actual, real, legit, straight up books. And when you read them, the thing about like some of those old steamy romance novels is like our grandparents loved them. You know, when you would see your grandma sitting at the cabin reading that stuff, you didn't know what it was about. And then when you got to be like 17 and you page through one of those things and you're like, why am I feeling all weird in the nether regions? This is stuff grandma's been been reading. And then we find out that, you know, 50 shades of gray when this drops and all this stuff starts coming out. I think you ladies are a little bit, uh, you know, more of the freaks in the sack than what you lead on sometimes. Let's not forget. I mean, that those three movies were horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. But ladies wanted to get out and finally, you know, see exactly what they wanted to see for a while. I get it. I did have a friend of mine say that a friend of hers wanted to go see one of the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. And she said, I don't I don't want to go. And she's like, but why? Haven't you read any of the books? She's like, yeah, I read the books and I get why you want to go because you've brought up to me many times your husband is uh, about 45 pounds overweight, just kind of comes home, kicks in on the couch, watches Netflix all day. Meanwhile, uh, my husband is 15 years older than your husband, has six-pack abs, is always working, always busting his ass, super romantic. I have Fifty Shades of Grey at home. I don't need to go to a movie theater to go watch it. So I get, like, why that would be a total disconnect from reality. Why you would want to go watch that. And I get porn is like a little bit over the top. It's a little too much. Uh, let's see. Kim, ah, Fifty Shades was way too cheesy for me. I couldn't even finish the first book. Yeah, there's a couple of gals out there that are like, listen, I've got the real stuff. I, I don't know why we need Fifty Shades of Grey when there's just a sea of pornography of stuff. like, And not stuff that is like handheld camera, weird shot in a bathroom or something. Like, there's some, like, good cinematography. If you go out uh, and find some of these, like, channels where it's really classy and it's almost to a point where, like, if dudes watch it, they're like, nah, dude, this is too, you know, I need a little bit of the handheld camera. But, you know, when they got jib shots and stuff and, you know, some nice backlighting, like, I'm telling you, like, I get why ladies would be into it. Danielle loved the Fifty Shades of Grey series. Not going to lie, though, I had to Google some of the things they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Some, sometimes you, <laughs> I had a guy say to me one time, he said, uh, yeah, man, um, we're, uh, you know, we're going to go home. We're going to try the flame and Amazon tonight. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? I was like, I know that I'm down with many, many sexual terms, but the flaming Amazon, I don't know what the what. And then uh, while we were sitting at the bar, I Googled it and was like, if, dude, if you and your wife are into that, you feel free. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. If you have that sort of sick mind like the rest of us and want to go down that rabbit hole, you feel free. But I'm not going to go ahead and tell you what that is. All right. That's why you got a computer in your pocket. You got questions? Look it up. If you're curious enough, you'll go out. You'll find it. So I started going through some of these and Amish Rogue might be the best. Oh, the unsuitable Amish wedding. Mmm. I do have a problem because the re how I really got into it was a friend of mine whose name is Claire. You can find her on my Instagram. We've been good friends for a long time. She's a Minneapolis actress. I've known her now for probably, you know, four or five years. She's young, like 24, 23, somewhere in there. And uh, we've done a couple of films together and been a part of a few projects. She's super funny, great, 
And I love everything about her, but she's on a cover of one of these romance novels, these Amish romance novels. And that's where I really started doing the deep dive on it. And this is the one like I wanted to give a good example because I really want to go through and read some of these just because I don't want to just I want to do the hot scene cold read and read it for the first time aloud. But I want to go through some of these books and read them to make sure like we're getting the best parts because some of it is, it's a lot of setup. Oh my goodness, it's a lot of setup. It's, there's a new Amish gal who just moved to town and she needs to, she has a list of things to do. One, find suitable housing. Two, get a teaching job. Three, get to know the community, in quotes, right? A lot of setup. But when you finally get to like some of the stuff, I laugh about it. Here's one of the excerpts that I pulled because I thought this is exactly what you're going to get. And it is hilarious, right? Let's bring that music back up. Let me grab that for a second. I don't like that the gals on the cover of these things are like super hot though. Like if you really want to embed this into some reality, like, uh, I don't know, maybe get a little bit of mustache hair, like a, you know, a big hairy pit in there every once in a while. I don't want, you know, nines and tens on the covers of my romance novels. You know, give me some threes and fours. Although I do think the pickup line, are you Mennonite? Because you're making these pants Mennonite. That's got to come into running these romance novels soon. For sure. All right, here we go. Bring this music up. Music? Oh, there it is. Okay. <sighs> Luke sucked in his breath and let it out slowly. Okay. I'm just going to flat out ask you. What's it take to get to first base with you, Nora? <laughs> You've been deflecting my, what do you consider first base? The wide-eyed expression on Nora's face made Luke kick himself for asking such a crude question. (laughs) Did she expect him to spell it out with every little detail? Or was she covering for not knowing what first base was? (laughs) Oh, boy. We've come a long way since, hey, God, it's me, Margaret, haven't we? Remember the Babysitter's Club? This is the stuff that kids are reading nowadays. They're passing this stuff off, being like, all right, man, here you go. This is some good, wholesome children's, ooh, Danielle says, scandalous. First base. First off, how the fuck do you even know what baseball is? You don't get to make that reference, Amish folk. Don't you get to be like, uh, you have to tell me. What's it like to make the first pitch of hay with you? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, kick yourself for asking such a crude question, Luke. Ah, <laughs> uh, these are great. These are so good. I wish this, more of this, like, ridiculous stuff was around when we were, like, it doesn't, uh, maybe it's just because of the internet and maybe it's just the way things are popped up. You know, it's just so ubiquitous. Everything is so easy to find nowadays. But stuff like this, you couldn't come across it, man. You totally, when we were kids, like, I feel sad that most of this, like, fun stuff wasn't around, you know. But then again, maybe we wouldn't have lived, like, as crazy lives as we did. Because the shit we did, like, you know, it was Saturday morning, 8 a.m. Dude, you were jumping on your bike and you were, you know, if it was winter, you're going sled. If it's summertime, you're going to, like, you know, pick rocks and, you know, climb trees and shit. Nowadays, like, I was asking my daughter yesterday. She's been day number two of school. And I said, uh, I said, so what's up? Uh, what's up with this year? Eighth grade? 
I said, you guys probably, uh, you know, you guys doing the, still all the girls at one table, all the boys at one table. Like, are you guys at all possibly co-mingling? And she said, no, no. I was like, is it weird? Don't you feel weird that you just, you, I, I, I get, listen, as a dad, I am a thousand percent happy that you have absolutely no interest in boys or girls or relationships or whatever. I don't give a shit. As long as it's not taken away from gymnastics and school, I don't give a shit. If, listen, if you get into your twenties and you're still like, nah, I just have no ambition to like want to be with people. Good on you. Cause it's nothing but a massive pain in the ass. Luckily, you're not trying to fill voids and find love at a young age. Because when we were like 13, girls were on the cusp of being boy crazy, but boys were already there being girl crazy. And I'm not, I'm not a big fan of any of it. Looking back on it, you're like, God, what a waste of time. What a waste of effort and time. Jesus. So... I'm uh, I'm glad that she's not into that whole scene. There's a couple gals that she hangs out with that are, but you can tell my daughter's like, eh, no thanks, I'm good. But I said, don't any of the boys like try to talk to you? Like, especially the way we communicate and how easy communication is nowadays. Like, don't they ever try to like drop you a, a TikTok or don't any of them just like shoot you a text message? And she's like, no, nope, uh, none of that. Feels weird. Feels weird that we're at that that age and people just don't, the kids just don't. My daughter and her friends, they can give a fuck care less about any of that stuff. I'm like, you're almost 14 years old. Don't you have any interest of like going out to a moot? No, fuck it. She doesn't want any of it. And and uh, and it's not just like, you know, the girls like, because when we were at that age, girls were like, eh, fucking stay away. But boys are just like, nope, dude, we're going to huddle in with like our four or five guys and everybody's super into the fucking video games and more and more I'm seeing it about Dungeons and Dragons. How about less Dungeons and Dragons and how about more sticks and rocks? Get out there and start throwing shit around, boys. Jesus. Put a little... Did you guys see? Holy shit, I saw this the other day. Um, I'll have to find the article. Maybe we read it tomorrow, but China has banned effeminate men from being on television. You can't do it anymore. Just done because they are feeling like more and more men in China are becoming less and less manly. So they're just completely banning it. Like, holy shit. I I read that. And I was like, first off, you know, you're like, oh, my God, that's unbelievable. Like, how could they do that? And then you think about it and you're like, all right, they've got a track record of doing shit like this. So I don't know. But all the boy bands and all that stuff that that country is producing, I a thousand percent get why China would just be like, listen, guys, our testosterone levels are plummeting. We're making less and less, we're doing less and less productivity. And uh, they're looking at dragon moms and back in the States, just being like, you see that? That's how we kicked ass for so many years. That's how we will continue to kick ass. So fucking yoink. Sorry, boys with eyeliner. You got to hit the road. I'm sorry. When I read that article, I was like, that's a ballsy ass move. Wow. But I suppose like they are, they're thinking long-term, man. And they're kind of seeing the trend of where things are going and just thought, you know what? We're, we're good. We got to nip this thing in the goddamn eyeliner bud. Uh, let's, uh, let's read a couple of comments here. My son is 17 years old. He's the same. Doesn't care. Says it's all drama. Crazy, right? I don't know. Maybe our brains are just a little different. Uh, Alex hopped onto the live feed. What's up, bud? How are you? Good to see you. Uh, I bet those Amish folks know how to get freaky. There was a photo they showed in one of the articles I was reading of an Amish couple 
who were sitting outside at like an Amish party. It's not Rumspringa, but it was like an Amish party of probably 17, 18 year old kids. They're sitting next to each other with their hats, I guess for her, a bonnet pulled down over their faces and just a giant bottle of vodka sitting next to them. And I'm like that. Yeah, that's you know, when you finally start letting a little bit of that outside world creep into yours. That's what you're going to get. And nature's nature, man. We're humans that you are internally. You are wired to want to spread your seed, regardless if you're Amish, Mennonite, Chinese, American. It doesn't matter. Humans, much like nature, need to be able to procreate. So when you're starting to take a bunch of that away, I totally understand why you'd have to find back doors. No pun intended. Uh, let's see here. Lynn, just joining. I feel like I missed a lot already. First base? Yeah, you did miss out on first base. That was a whole talk. We'll bring it back next time we do the, um, we'll bring it back the next time we do a hot scene cold read. Uh, Amanda, it's the giggle while you read for me. I don't know. I just think about these two. You got, there was one title I laughed at called Jed's Wife. <laughs> And it just shows like a lady standing next to a window with a hot pie. And then these like shirtless Amish dudes just out in the field with pickaxes. And she's just looking longingly like, hmm. Oh, oh, Jeb doesn't treat me that way. Jeb doesn't have rippling abs like, like Luke. Hmm. Hmm. Very funny though. God, this stuff is so good. I'm going to have to ask Claire about how she got this gig. And if maybe she would come in and possibly read one of these hot scene cold reads, because it, uh, it, I love that there's just a niche for everybody nowadays, you know? I mean, they talk about it with almost everything now, that there are, you think about like, there's a comedian by the name of Russell Peters. Russell Peters, very funny guy. Most people, if you ask them, like the average person, they would go, I don't know who Russell Peters is. I've never heard of that guy. Meanwhile... That dude is selling out fucking soccer stadiums. That guy is selling out like 40,000 seat arenas. If that dude comes to the XL in St. Paul, it's 18,000 plus and he is selling out every single seat. I mean, I've always said the benchmark is ask my mom if they've heard somebody, heard of somebody. If she has, they're famous. If she hasn't, uh, maybe you got to, maybe you are famous, but not, you got a little ways to go. But if you, I always ask my mom, I'm like, have you heard of this person? And she'll go, absolutely. And I'm like, all right, then they are bona fide famous because she is the last person who lives, you know, in the middle of goddamn nowhere, who doesn't have a lot of TV time, who doesn't have a lot of like internet time. But if she's heard of you, you've done some shit. You are definitely out there for sure. Uh, tonight, going to be a part of the Twin Cities Film Fest stand up in shorts. That's going to be over at the Twin Cities Film Fest offices. I do have a couple of free passes left. Uh, thank you to Kenny and to Danielle and to Jamie who already picked up their free passes. I really appreciate it. We'll see you guys tonight. We'll be screening my film, Raising a Daughter. And then after that, uh, a couple other shorts. Be doing about 10 minutes of stand-up. I think the whole show is about an hour and a half. And uh, it should be fun. It's a good time. Twin Cities Film Fest is great. I had another one of my old films, Everyone Goes in the Lake, had screened there uh, a few years ago. And man, they just, they treat everybody who's a part of that like royalty every night was like come on down to the after party hang out network free drinks do the thing so it really is and this is how they sort of like are able to sustain that level of commitment towards you know this art 
how they're able to like keep pumping back into it and keep people motivated to want to come back is, is because of events like this. So if you want to come out, I got a couple of uh, guest passes. We'll still get you on the list. I'll send you the link. It'll be fun. I think shows at 630 tonight. But Lynn, wish I could come, but I'm going to be at the Fillmore. Who are you seeing at the Fillmore tonight? Because I had tickets to go see Incubus at the Fillmore on their on their Make Yourself. Was it Make Yourself? Yeah. Make Yourself 20 anniversary tour, which they were going to be playing a bunch of. They were going to do the entire Make Yourself album, which had Pardon Me, had so many great songs on it. And God damn it. They canceled. I mean, like right at the last minute, man. March 15th, they shut everything down. I think that show was like March 22nd or something like that. And that was it. Jordan Davis. I don't know. See what I mean? There's so much out there these days. I've never heard of Jordan Davis, but Jordan Davis playing the Fillmore. The Fillmore is not, you know, some rinky-dink-ass, you know, music venue up in Sh- down in Shakopee. This is like the Fillmore. This is a big to, big to-do. So... Uh, Alina, I wish I could come, but my fluffy puppy Aurora has training tonight. Good name. Great name. What kind of fluffy puffy are we talking about? Fluffy puffy? Fluffy puppy. Fluff, that's a big one. Country. Okay, I got you. Lynn says country music. Country music I'm all right with, but I don't, I don't know. When you start mixing in the hip hop, that's where I got, I draw the line. Because I like hip hop and I like country. I just don't like the two together. You know, I like caviar. I like peanut butter. I don't ever want to eat the two together. You know what I'm saying? So, I uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan. The whole Georgia, Florida line, whatever the hell those meatballs are called. I can't do it. I'm not a fan. Don't like it. I would much rather. I like a lot of the uh, like the alt country, the stuff like Todd Snyder, you know, Twisted, uh, not Twisted Brown Trucker, Drive-By Truckers, Wilco. Man, you guys will be sleeping on Wilco. Definitely go check them out. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Stitcher. And every day, 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Thank you, guys, once again. Really do appreciate it. Hope to see you tonight over at the Twin Cities Film Fest offices for shorts and stand-up. Again, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.